Welcome to Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer. Now, today we're going to go a little bit different direction than in the last episode. I want to try something out. I have a rule that I'm working on. It just came to me when I was driving the other day and I got home, started quickly jotting down notes and uh, ideas for the episode. Next thing you know, I was five pages into things I wanted to talk about. And I'm like, okay, this rule's not completely hashed out, but I think we're onto something here and I wanted to share it with you immediately. When I sat down to script out this podcast, I had nothing but a title and a vague idea of what I wanted to cover. And the vague ideas came from driving down to this appointment, driving back to the appointment, but I wasn't able to put it to paper because apparently it's not safe to like be driving down the road and writing at the same time. Police officers tend to frown on things like that. The title I had was Confidence in the Uncomfortable. That was a phrase that came to mind. And I was like, ooh, I like this. But to be honest, when I sat down to start writing this out, I was uncomfortable. But I knew this is a message that must get out. If we want to advance as a society, if we want to be the most kick-ass adults that we can possibly be, we must learn to have confidence in the uncomfortable. Now, what do I mean by that? You have to be confident that through and beyond the uncomfortable, the life you deserve lives there. Confidence, progress, wealth, and I don't just mean financial, but character, quality of life, and purpose. None of these happen in complacency. Can we all just be really honest with each other here? Being complacent, it's easy. The job says you work nine to five and you get, and you get X amount of dollars per hour. One week vacation, if you're lucky, maybe some medical, some dental benefits. And if you don't fuck up, it is all yours with a 3% pay raise in 12 months. Not to get too political or anything, but I think I saw the other day that the current inflation rate is 8.5%. So your 3% raise, it's not even going to keep up. <sighs> so the easy life, it just got harder. But I digress. Complacency equals two days off in a steady paycheck. For some, that's going to work. Maybe you like predictable. Up at 7 to 7.30, office slash warehouse at 9.00. Lunch, noon to noon 30. Off at 5, home by 5.30. Dinner followed by Netflix and social media surfing. Bedtime at 11 and do it all again tomorrow. I hate to say it. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, this show, it may not be for you. If that's the life that you're looking to stick to, yeah, you may just want to turn this one off and find something else to listen to. So what is this show? Well, this show is about living by a set of core principles, rules dad's rules and pushing you to be a kick-ass adult. I want your time on planet earth or if we're in the distant future, which would be so cool that somebody's listening to this, maybe they're in the stars right now listening to this. If that's the case, this is so epically cool. I'm digressing again. But anyway, I want this show to have meaning and purpose. See, this is why I have to have notes when I do this show because I can get sidetracked at times. We all have God-given gifts. None of us were put on this planet or starship to Netflix and chill. Well, we were actually put here for the chill part. And I'd like to quickly thank my mom and dad for chilling when the clock struck midnight, January 1st, 1971. And I just digressed again. Okay, back on topic. Confidence in the uncomfortable. You need to be confident that through and beyond the uncomfortable is where your life deserves to reside. You need to be willing to push yourself forward. And so there's three things I want you to keep in mind. One, ask yourself, why don't you want to? Now I'm going to give you one possibility of why that is 
And again, this is just one possible option, but it could be your internal thermostat. Let me explain. Look at an internal thermostat like you would the thermostat in your home. Maybe you feel comfortable at 70, 75, 77, whatever. The temperature is irrelevant to what others feel. This, however, is your comfort level. Now look at the rest of your surroundings. Look at your job, your effort to advance or not advance. Look at your friends. I bet the average of their income is close to yours. The lifestyle they live, it's close to yours. You don't push them. Likely, they don't push you to be more. You are all comfortable with the temperature you've set. Now look at yourself. The job, the life you have is safe. The income is safe. That is your internal thermostat. It stops you from going beyond your comfort zone. Point number two, you don't want to. So, does pushing yourself through get you to where you want to be? I have difficult calls to make every week. And people back out. People don't show up to closings. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. Loans get denied. That happened last week. Closings get pushed out. That happened on Friday. Offers don't get accepted. Well, it doesn't do me any good by choosing not to do this because I don't want to. In fact, it would stop me from achieving my goals. Point number three, that voice that holds you back. Ooh, this is a big one because this is one that I find to be a major problem for a lot of people. That voice in your head could be because of several factors. Uh, the first couple, past trauma or your upbringing, to be honest with you, you may flat out just need a counselor for that. And I'm not digging at the effectiveness of a counselor. I'm being quite honest with you. That could be the best route for you. Bless you, Dexter. That was my dog in the background sneezing. And um, I don't want the leprechaun to get his soul. So bless you. So anyway, this is real life, people. Leave it to a dog to make me digress again. I'd like to point out to everybody that that one was not my fault. I'll take full accountability for the other ones, but not the dog sneezing. Another voice inside your head that could hold you back would be lack of knowledge. So I want to spend a little time and let's focus on that for a minute. The brain is an absolutely fascinating blob of wonderment. What you feed it, meaning books, music, videos, or spoken word and images, even drugs, it absorbs. It has no filter. You want to give your brain cocaine or meth, it's going to be like, all right, let's go. It accepts all it is fed. It says walls based on the input you give it, and it says beliefs, good or bad. So do you truly want to have the confidence to tackle the uncomfortable? Well, you need to feed your brain positive. The negative is just garbage. Hard to have confidence when your brain is a minefield of negativity. First thing I'm going to do is suggest that you remove yourself from negative people. Look, I flat out don't care if they're family, longtime friends. If it's at the detriment of your own mental health, you need to get away from them. Some of the most awful people on this planet that will hold you back from being kick-ass in any area of your life are going to be family or that friend that you've had since grade school. An analogy I could give you would be there's, let's say that you're a crab in a bucket. If you put a crab in a bucket and there's no other crabs around, it's just going to climb right back out. However, if you put that crab in a bucket of other crabs, they're going to pull it back down and they're going to 
keep it in that bucket. Same thing happens when you're around a lot of negative people is they're going to hold you back from advancing you to where you truly can be. So that's why you have to guard your confidence by being around positivity and not around negativity. A lot of people think it's foo-foo talk and all this, but no, there's, there's science backing up the fact that you need to be very careful with what you feed your brain, what you feed into your environment. And so first and foremost, remove yourself from negative people. Okay, next thing you need to do is read and listen to content that advances you. So I'm going to put myself on the hot seat here, pull up podcasts that I listen to and go through why. Okay, so I listen to the Gary V audio experience. Uh, that's a lot of social media stuff. I need social media for my business. So I listen to that. Darren Daily On Demand, that's a lot of uh, self-development. The Real AF with Andy Frisella. So that one has to do with, um, it does a lot of current events. It also does uh, episodes that talk about how to improve yourself as well. That is literally the only news I get is the content he puts out. Uh, so that's once or twice a week. So I'm very careful about how much um, media influence I get in my life. The Endless Endeavor with Greg Anderson. There's a lot of fitness stuff, a lot of... Um, uh, he's a former police officer. He interviews other military people. I just find it enjoyable. He's once a week. A couple more here. Million Dollar Body Experience. That's with uh, Nate Palmer. Well, he's my personal fitness guy. So I listen to him, get tips and stuff on how to be better physically fit. Ed Milet Show. Listen to that one. Um, he does interviews with a lot of people of where they came from, their success stories. And I like hearing the before and after of a lot of people. And the last one, last example I'll give you is, it's called the Debrief Podcast. It's with Matt Brown. He's a pastor out of California. And I get that for spiritual purposes. Now, what do I read? Oof, that is all over the map. And I read a lot. I'm a very prolific reader. So I'm just going to go over what I've read in the past 60 days. Um, it's, I didn't realize I was pulling these out that, holy cow, I've read a lot of stuff. Uh, a couple books I read here, uh, 100 Things God Loves About You. It's a really quick read. Uh, it's just nice to be reminded about why you're important to God. I read a biography by Michael Sweet. He's the lead singer, lead guitarist of Striper. It's a book called Honesty. I got a lot out of that one. Um, main things is how to be a good Christian and how not to be a good Christian, which he's very frank about what he went through on that. I picked up another book called Two Kisses for Maddie. And this was by Matthew uh, Logalin. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, he lost his wife uh, within 24 hours of her giving birth. And it's a book about loss. I deal with a lot of clients that have gone through that. And so I kind of just wanted to get into the psychology, what they're going through and just make me more empathetic to them. So I think it's important to do stuff like that. Let's see next. I read Tony Robbins' new book and I'm only 15 pages away from this one being done. So we'll just consider that it's done because it'll be done today. It's a book called Life Force. This one had to do with uh, medical breakthroughs, ways that you could take better care of your health. Health is very important to me. I work out um, four or five times a week. So I wanted to be on the cutting edge of that. Next read was Passport Fitness. This is by Nate Palmer III. It's a no-nonsense, no, I see I'm stuttering over myself. The No 
Nonsense Guide to Staying in Shape No Matter What City You Wake Up In. And that was pretty cool. I've actually used tips in that for when I'm traveling and whatnot. So I, I knocked that one out. It was very productive for me. Next one was 75 Hard. This is a book by Andy Frisella. And it's um, it's not fair to say it's a fitness book. It's a fitness slash better way to live your life. I'm still probably not explaining it right, but I highly recommend it because it will change not only your body, but your mind and how you view a lot of things. So that was a very good read. Next book, like I said, I, I read a lot. So next one was The Perfect Week Formula. We'll actually be covering some of this on a future podcast because he talks about how to map out your days. I would say live a balanced life. I don't think that that's the correct term. I think you'll never actually be in balance. But what he does is he talks about how to organize the activities. So you're putting the priority where you want the priority to be, whether that's in your business, in your personal life. It just puts everything in perspective. Next one, uh, sales book. It's called Fanatical Prospecting with Jeb Blount. This one is it's about sales. So it's important because I'm in sales. So to get into the mindset of all that and just different tips in there. And last but not least, yeah, that's a lot of books. <laughs> last one, I just finished this one a couple of days ago, The Everyday Hero Manifesto by Robin Sharma. It says, activate your positivity, max maximize your productivity, and serve the world. Pretty much think that that kind of sums it up on that book. It it's just absolutely blew my mind what I picked up from that one. That wraps up the books that I've consumed in the last 60 days. However, real quick before I move on from that, I think I said the Striper or Michael Sweet book, the lead singer of Striper. I think I said his title wrong. It's actually called Honest Lee, like the song, honestly. I know some of you will be looking for some of these books, so I want to make sure I get the titles out to your right. So when you're searching it on Amazon, eBay, or wherever, you can actually find it. Whew. That was a lot of information. And the funny thing is, is that I just sat down and started scribbling these notes and I had what amounted to five, six pages of notes of things I wanted to cover. Looks like we knocked it out in less than 20 minutes, which blows my mind. But before I leave you, some of you are still going to be like, yeah, that's all great. But what if I still lack the confidence in the uncomfortable? Well, I'm going to give you a little cheat code that was given to me when I first started real estate. And since that's a sales job, I think that it transfers over, translates over to a lot of different job opportunities out there. What my mentor taught me at the time is he said, look, you may not have the sales or the stories to explain to your client what we can do for them. But what you can do is you can borrow my stories. So you know about that family that we helped last week find a three-bedroom, two-bath for, and at the time, prices were ridiculous cheap, but found it for $80,000. Well, you can use that story of, hey, here's someone that we helped out with. Here's the loan program that we used and borrow my story and make it your own until you develop your own stories. It's going to give you some confidence there little cheat code there. I hope that helps you out on that. It definitely did for me because I'm in a field where there's such a high 
turnover rate, we can use any advantage we can to try to stick around and not be the 98% that are out of real estate within two years. Last sales fields are like that. In fact, where the burnout is just there, it's unfortunate because it's the best way to make the largest amount of money and to really put your family on a strong financial setting is to be in some form of sales or entrepreneurship. I am all for keeping this real, but I had to hit the pause button and absolutely love the ability to edit when your dog decides to go bunkers and bananas and demand attention and everything else. Well, that's what you get when you give have a Weimer honor. So anyway, I digress. This one I will take some blame for and the rest I'm going to blame on the dog. So we covered that I, you know, where the negativity, how I keep it out with reading, with podcast, and with the people I surround myself with. We didn't cover his TV. What do I watch? I think it's actually more important to cover what I don't watch. I don't watch the news. Like I said in the podcast, I get my updates from one podcast about an hour a week. And to me, that's enough to know what's going on in current events. And that's all the amount of negativity with a sense of humor, since it is Andy Frisella, that I can handle putting into my brain. It's absolutely, the news is absolutely complete garbage and there's no value in it. It's spun no matter which side of your beliefs are on, whether it's left, whether it's right, it doesn't really matter. It's spun by both sides and it's all from the, if it bleeds, it leads category. So there's absolutely zero value to it. Lastly, let's put an asterisk on what I read and listen to. You don't need to subscribe or listen to any of it. That is all geared to my personal growth. You need to find out what works for you. Find what drives and pushes your self-development to gain the confidence you need to progress through the uncomfortable faster. Well, that is a wrap on another episode. This rule, what did you think of it? Like I said, this came up to me during a drive and I just had to get it out there. I'm gonna keep working on it before I put it in print in a future Dad's Rules book, but I know we have a lot of the meat here for another kick-ass rule. Lastly, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and share. If you didn't like it, like always, share it with your enemies. And feel free to reach out to me. I need your help to get the word out. Until next week, I'm Kevin Belzer. This was Dad's Rules. Now, go be the kick-ass adult I know you all can be.